like you just don't care. That's another, man, speaking about the 90s theme of this week, that was another one. Put your hands in the air like you just don't care. Have you ever, have you ever cared so little you put your hands in the air? You gotta not care. When you're on a roller coaster, <laughs> I remember that used to be like the most badass thing you could do. When you're a 12 years old, you're a badass. If you don't hold on to the thing, you put your arms in the air on the roller coaster. Whoa, look out for this guy. <laughs> That's honestly like the most badass thing you can do at that age because you can't shoot guns yet. You can't get a neck tattoo. So how do you prove yourself? How do you, you know, if you're a young man trying to impress a lady, how do you do it? You take her on a roller coaster and right when you're at that peak where you're about to come down, she's freaking out. You put your hands in the air and you go, I trust this harness hundred percent. I trust this harness. Hands are up. Don't care. Just like the Backstreet Boys told me to do. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I had, uh, I could not do theme parks when I was a kid. I could not do it. I mean, I already had a certain level of anxiety with just life at that point when I was a kid. I already had a base level of anxiety that I, I would say sat around a six, maybe a seven. And now you're like, hey, let's take this anxious kid to a place um, that's built on fear. <laughs> Let's take it. I remember we went to Six Flags one time for my birthday. And I was like, why are we doing this? Why we, I can't even go on these. I can't even. Go. I remember I ate a ham sandwich. Because my mom was like, listen, I know you want to throw up. Okay. You're nervous. But you're really just excited. Here. Have a ham sandwich. You'll feel better. I don't know where that advice came from. I don't know if there's some ancient Eastern medicine. That if you're if you feel nauseous, you get a you just have a little cold cut ham sandwich, and then you're like, oh man, that really was. I mean, why do they even have Pepto Bismol? You just have a little ham Sammy out here, in between two Wonder Breads. Oh, the best I've ever felt. No, I ate that ham sandwich, and guess what? First roller coaster, throw up. Not on the coaster. Thank God, I never blew chunks on the coaster, but I know right before, <laughs> before and after bookended that thing with puking. I could not do it. And what's crazy was my brother and all my friends, somehow they loved it. They loved going up the roller coaster. I, I just went because I wanted to show, I just want to put in my FaceTime, show I did it, and then I would just go get lost. I would walk around. Probably a really safe thing for a kid to do. Probably That's probably the safest thing for a, you know, a child to do is just go to a theme park and get lost by yourself. What, what could happen? I'm sure there's no creeps hanging out. Near the cotton candy machine. I'm sure. Definitely no, uh, uh, you know, predators hanging out underneath the log ride. No, go get lost. I wonder sometimes, do you ever wonder how close you might have come to getting kidnapped as a kid? You ever think about that shit? Like you've definitely met someone in your life who's murdered someone. We've all met a murderer and we don't know it. And then you got to think, we've all met someone who was about ready. Like, do you ever think somebody saw you and was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to abduct this person. And then something happened, right? They got a text distracted. Now you're gone. Oh my God. These close calls, right? It, that's like whenever you see those serial killer murder mysteries and the person gets, you know, abducted or whatever, just because they happen to walk through the park that night. Come on. That means if one thing changed, they wouldn't have been abducted. Oh my God. What an uplifting episode. Maybe it'll happen today. 
at least as an adult, you kind of got out of the abduction phase. Now, when adults get abducted now, it's just you got to be someone important. Or you're somewhere where they're doing that shit. Anyway, that's not what's important. What's important, I got big news here. This just hit me on the gram. Listen to this. Guess who that is? Guess who that is? Here we go. Damn, dude. Hasselhoff. The last person I would ever expect to see a sponsored advertisement is from the Hoff. Hassel and you notice how he said it's Hasselhoff. Not David Hasselhoff. Not the Hoff. Just his last name. Like, a, like an athlete. Hasselhoff. Sackick. Aginla. Hasselhoff. He's on Cameo now. That stuff, I can't figure out if that's cool or kind of sad. <laughs> I like... It depends. I can't tell if he's doing this. Like some of these celebrities like that that you see on there. I can't tell if it's just because they're going, hey, whatever, dude. I can make a ton of money on this. I might as well. Or if they're like, I mean, is there anything sadder than sort of having one gig and then trying to live off that for the rest of your life? That's a nightmare, I think. And no disrespect to anyone who's done it. We can't control all the things that happen. Sometimes you get a really good thing and you can't follow it up. That might not even be your fault. But ugh, you know? Like, if you're a character and you have to keep dressing up like that person for your whole life, and some of it doesn't age well. Like, you know, one of the ones I think of is uh, um, Green Day, right? Because their whole thing was built on teenage angst, and you're like, dude, aren't you guys like 50 now? You're still going to wear eyeliner? It rage against, like, adults? I don't know. But if you change, if you just, you know, if you dress like a regular 50-year-old man, you can't sing your songs. You can't sing your angsty songs if you wear a golf shirt and cargo pants, which is what basically, basically, every 50-year-old, there's an age that you get as a man where you just start dressing um, as if you're ready for a tea time just in case it opens up. That's what happens. You put, You wear golf shirts, like, casually. In fact... Your most of your shirts are golf shirts. Most of your golf shirts you haven't even golfed in. It's an exception for them to be golfed in. And then you go, oh, this is my good shirt. I don't know if I want to golf in this. <laughs> even though it's made by TaylorMade. Or you got it at some corporate event. That's what men, that's what men dress like eventually at some point. And you know what? I kind of, I'm going to lean into it. I'm not going to resist that. I already find myself giving less and less of a shit. You know, I'm, I'm envious of people who can still look cool, still have cool fashion, even as they get older. Because I, I don't know. I've never had that. You know, I think my peak, my peak fashion, peak coolness, I'm talking showing up first day, grade seven. And that's a big day. The first day, there's some big moments when you're a kid. First day of grade seven, huge. First day of grade 10, probably bigger. Maybe not as big, actually, because grade seven, you got to start building your reputation, which is going to, you're going to have to ride on that into high school. So grade seven is the one. And I remember showing up to first day of grade seven, Hollistered out of my fucking tree, dude. Hollistered. I had a Hollister 
an Abercrombie collection. And by collection, I mean five shirts. It's actually really funny to reminisce on that. I mean, that's all it took back then. I remember I had five shirts, three Hollister, two Abercrombie. And I was like, that feeling I felt, I was like, I'm rich. I'm set. I got an outfit for every single day of the week. The only equivalent as an adult for me to feel that again, I would have to really have a yacht (laughs) to feel the same level of like, I made it. I made it. There's almost nothing else to do. I got three Hollister shirts. I got two Abercrombie and Fitch shirts, which means I'm going to be cool every day. Because when you're in grade six, you don't have all cool clothes. You got to cycle in. If there's a big thing coming up, you're going to see like you're in the class with the girl you like. That's the day that you wear the cool shirt. And then the other day you wear like the ne- the second not cool shirt. Actually, at one point, I think I only had one cool shirt and I had to sort of feed it in throughout the week a couple times. But yeah, five new. I just remember looking at that going, damn, five new shirts. And then I realized if I get even one more shirt. If I get even one more shirt, I have enough for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and I can even do a wild card each week. And that dream never came true. I never, I never got another shirt <laughs> because you know, what's so stupid is we didn't have, this is the most first world problem episode of all time, by the way, we didn't have an Aber- We didn't have Hollister in Calgary. So we had to drive all the way. We had to drive three hours to Edmonton to do back to school shopping, shake my head shake my head and this is pre-amazon you can't be ordering stuff not that i think i would ever order man people that order clothes online what a roll of the dice hey hey how about that hey you know who should do that dads like i said just get a box get a box of shorts box of shorts box of golf shirts fuck yeah cheapest way to buy it Yeah, that's funny. When you think about things like that as a kid, just those little things. I remember my first watch. Oh, my God. Dude, my first watch? Digital. I picked the brown one. I wish... This is one of these... If I could find the exact watch that I had, even a picture, I would have so much nostalgia just from seeing it. Maybe I'll look after this and try to find it. My first watch. Because you know what I meant? I was like, I know the time. Think about that. I know the time. I remember thinking, I know the time anywhere I go, whenever I want. And no other generation will really understand that because they got the time on their phone. But we didn't have phones for a while. Remember? You had a landline. Landlines didn't even have the time on them. You could have the best landline in the world. You pick that puppy up, no time. Now I had my watch and it was a stopwatch. And I just thought about not only do I know the time of the day, but I can, I can time things. I thought about all the things, all the things that I could time. You could time, um, like the, uh, going from the bottom of the stairs to the top of the stairs. Boom. Always wanted to know that, but could never do it. Now I can't cause I got a watch. You could time the garage door. How long does it take to open? 
How long does it take to close? Is it faster closing because it has gravity working or is it controlled at a rate that equalizes the opening time and the closing time? These are the questions. These are the questions that go through your mind when you have your first stopwatch, your first watch, and then you don't do anything. (laughs) You don't do any of that shit. In fact, I never really figured out how to work it. And so I remember half the year I would have the right time. And then when daylight savings came, I was fucked. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Here's the thing is I don't, I didn't know how to change the, the time on it. Like even move it ahead an hour and you couldn't Google Google. You could not Google. You couldn't look it up. People forget about that too. Nowadays you can look anything. You got any problem. You put it into YouTube and there's some guy out there or some girl, they've done a video. It's got 12,000 views. It's going to show you how to do it. It's going to show you how to lubricate the sunroof of your Honda 2004 Civic Sports Edition. Some guy made a video. It's filmed like shit. He drops the camera three times, but you're like, thanks. Thanks, Lance. This guy's got 50,000 views, more than any of my comedy videos. <laughs> and he's showing you how to lube up a sun like anything you can look it up. But back in the day, you had to keep the instructions that came with things. So when I got the watch, instructions came. I remember I was so pissed because my mom threw the whole thing out. She, I like to keep stuff. When something's important to me, I like to keep the packaging. And I don't know why, what that is. I remember she threw out the box that it came with that had the instructions. And that sentenced me. To a lifetime, and by lifetime I mean a year and a half, of being an hour off half the time. But the nice part is when you're when you're that age, you're not making your schedule. Dude, you're not even keeping your schedule. You know, everyone says they want to go back and be a kid. I don't know. I think the, the alarming thing would be the lack of control that you don't realize you have as an adult. It comes with responsibility, but at least you can do what you want most of the time. You're a kid. It's just like, here's when this class is. Your parents going to drop you off. Here's when this sporting event is. And they brainwash us, dude. You know how they brainwash us? With fluoride. They put fluoride in the water. So we didn't even think about that schedule. It's not until you, you get outside and you start drinking Dasani instead of the tap water. And you realize, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> the first taste you get of having any control over your schedule, any type of freedom, free time, was when you go to high school and you get those spares. Remember spares? You guys remember spares? What was the point of that? I mean, the point on paper was they say, hey, you're going to need an extra class. Dude, this is so funny to think about. You're going to need an extra class so that you can sit down and study. That theory is hilarious. As if anyone ever used their spare to hunker down and read and study for a class. You know what you did? You went back. You went out in the back. You did heroin. Right? You fired up some crack. <laughs> no, I remember we would go to the gym on our spares. We would do, we would go to the gym. My One of my buddies like lined his up like a genius. He had like, I don't know how he did this, but he had like three spares. All in the same day somehow. So he would basically pop in on Tuesdays for like 45 minutes to a class. And he's like, I'm out. And I go, that guy's living the life. That guy, look how free he is. He can go do whatever he wants now. And you know what he did? He went home and slept. <laughs> he went to Dairy Queen. Because I know who he, I know what his routine was. Dairy Queen. Then he went home and slept. 
Oh, perfect use of that time. Perfect. It's just like when you have reading week. Hey, no one's ever read. Ever. In fact, I remember in university, you would be pissed if they actually scheduled an exam right after reading week because you're like, oh, great. Now I got to use this week for its actual purpose. I was going to go ski the whole time. That's what everyone does. That's what everyone does up here. I was going to go ski the whole time. I was going to buy a box of shorts. I was going to use my new stopwatch to time things, but nope. Now I got to actually study on the time where I was supposed to study. Buffoonery. Absolute buffoonery. Speaking of buffoonery, how about this? Okay, so we both know that I don't. I am a woman of God. This is my right as much as it is yours. This is my land as much as it is yours. I did not sign up for this. I am a Christian woman of God. And you are not going to put your disgusting rules on me that are false and... (laughs) Dude, this is what I needed today. This is what I needed. It's been so long since we've had a hot hot Karen moment. And this is it, man. This is a new one. Now, guess the dispute. Three, two, one. Oh, mask. What a surprise. Mask. You don't see the whole first half of this. Goes back and forth. This lady... <laughs> but she's a lady of God. How dare they, dude? How dare they? Now, I want you guys to try and guess. She used every tactic in the book. She actually called a friend. She's talking to them instead of the police the whole time. That passive aggressive shit. Good move. Good mu- good move. Used to hate it. Love it now. So passive for an adult to do. Love it. You talk to your phone. And because you don't, you want to avoid confrontation, you say the confrontational things that you want to say to that person to your phone. Brilliant. Only a genius Karen can, could come up with that. And I love it. She did that. She denied. She refused to identify herself. And um, what's crazy is at the end of the video, they go, you're right. You're, you're legally. They go, this is so crazy. But you are actually legally right. And we've never had someone with such an in-depth knowledge of their rights and their freedoms. And we, do, we just basically do what we want, but you know it. And so you're free to go. And she's like, really? And they're like, yeah, you're free. You're free. We're sorry. In fact, you should come teach a course at our academy about all of the, the rules and the laws that you know. Because you, you got it. You got it nailed. And she's like, really? And they just let her go. Not. Of course. Arrested. And what I love. The look on her face. When she gets arrested. Is so funny. Because what this is. Again we don't know. Even what led up to this conflict. But when you're. When you're. Interacting with them like that. You. you she. Has. Got, that's She's gone away her whole life. It's like when you. You know. Somebody who talks shit all the time like as a guy because they've never been punched and then they finally get punched in the face and they're like oh shit there's actually ramifications that's the look that's the look on her face like oh fuck you can actually do something you bursted through my bubble of how I thought I was um, immune and you can actually go you can actually grab me what the fuck so hilarious hilarious Um, and we needed that that's a refreshing Karen Video. If you guys want to see the full thing, it's called uh, Lake Travis ISD School Board Candidate. Man, I wonder if she won. (laughs) 
Oh God, I hope she gets all the votes. I love it. I love her technique. Um, it's been a good day, you guys. Hope you had a great uh, Wednesday. Hope you have a great Wednesday, depending on when you're listening to this. And of course, we'll be back again tomorrow. See you on Thursday. Bye-bye.